ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Nearly 50 years after his death, Elvis still has not left the building. Elvis is bigger than ever. There was the Baz Luhrmann film a year or so ago, and Sophia Coppola's film about Priscilla Presley is in cinemas now. But Australia, well, we have our own Priscilla. Annie Chiswell is starring on stage as the King's Queen in Elvis, A Musical Revolution. Annie, welcome to Overnights. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What did you know about Priscilla before you took the role in Elvis, A Musical Revolution? I had seen the Elvis Baz Luhrmann film like I think we all had. So I knew very little really about her backstage life, I suppose, um, out of the spotlight. So it was kind of a fun journey to get to delve into her for the auditions and, and learn a bit more about her. What were the auditions like? Tell me, how do you become Priscilla? Mm. Or do you want to present yourself? Hi, this is Annie. I can play Priscilla. Or do you want to present Priscilla to them? What happens during the audition process? Well, the audition process is quite lengthy. So you begin with a kind of cattle call, dance call or a singing call, which they kind of then streamline you into what roles they think you would be right for for the show. And then you get given scenes or material that that particular character sings. So I got given that kind of in the second round of Priscilla and that's when the research, I guess, began really. So I did definitely present as myself, but then in the second round I think I, you know, added a bit more makeup and hair and things. Well, I was going to ask, (laughs) how much of Priscilla is the hair, do you think? Oh, I think a lot of it. I think a lot of how he dressed her up almost like a doll was very significant to, to who she was. So we definitely have the hair and the makeup in our show. <laughs> Elvis, though, is a huge character. Mm. One of the biggest in the 20th century. Absolutely, yeah. How do you make sure that you, as Priscilla, on stage is not overshadowed by him? Well, I think in her life she was, I think, and she kind of was this little hidden person in the shadows of this of this icon and and how do you do that how do you stay to his side and and help him through obviously his rise to fame she was there for the biggest moments so I think in our show we have some really beautiful simple kind of moments and scenes that are really nice to play into uh, that kind of give them that heart and that depth that they definitely had together they had a lot they spent a lot of time together Mm. Mm. how important do you think Priscilla was to Elvis though because A lot of the time, yes, they did spend a lot of time together, but his initial fame came before Priscilla Mm. and then those sad later years came after Priscilla and Elvis divorced in 1973. And, you know, he was off in the 60s making movies in Hollywood. She was often left home in Memphis. Mm. How much of their life was together? I think it's the big kind of unanswered question and I think with the Sofia Coppola film also they didn't still really answer that question of of why her? Why did he pick her? Why did he keep her around, I guess, waiting for for him at home when he had this fame, he had these other people? Had Anne-Margaret. Had Anne-Margaret, exactly. So I, I don't think we'll ever fully know the answer to that question, but I do think for me personally, I think she kind of presented a sense of home, a connection to his mother and like a relation to, to normal life and just Elvis rather than this huge Elvis Presley that we know him as now. That's interesting you mentioned his mother because Elvis had a very strange relationship with his mother. He did, yeah. And when she died, you know, it was devastating to him, as it is for many people when their mothers die. Mm. But his relationship was an odd one. 
that was one thing. Elvis wasn't looking for a mother figure. I don't know what he was looking for in Priscilla. We'll never know. Mm. But what was Priscilla looking for in Elvis? Was it a father figure? Because what's not included in the movie, and it's not really included in the stage show either, Elvis and Musical Revolution, is her own relationship with her father, because he wasn't her father. He was her stepfather. Exactly, yeah. yes, yeah. So uh, what was Priscilla looking for in Elvis? Well, I, th- I mean, she was so young when they met, so I think she was just enamoured by this kind of powerhouse person that, I mean, he was the first pop star. He was the first icon that, that we had. So I think she felt that and then I guess you know getting to see this glimpse into his his backstage life his offstage life and him just as this man rather than this huge entity that would have been a pretty special kind of connection they would have had they would have had to have that offstage because it's no easy feat to to walk around following Elvis that's for sure. So tell me about Priscilla's family life before she met Elvis. Her as, as you said her dad uh, she found out, I can't actually remember how old she was, but she found a photo of her mother with uh, a man that wasn't the dad that she knew and kind of realized that her mum had kind of kept this secret from her of her of her real father, which I don't think she actually ever has met no. or, or managed to kind of connect with. I think he passed actually. Um, but she grew up very wealthy. Like, you know, her dad was in, involved high up in the army and so she was traveling around a lot and, and kind of trying to find her feet. And then obviously met Elvis in in Germany when she was 14 and that then her family kind of let her go on this journey, which is is wild to me as as someone sitting here in this century. But I think it was just a very different time back then than what we are in now. So why was that, do you think? Because she is 14. Mm. She's going to school Mm. in Germany. There's a lot of Americans in Germany because, you know, this is only about 10 years after the end of the war. There's a lot of them stationed in Germany. Elvis was one. Her stepfather was another. Mm. She finds out, hang on, the man that I thought was my father is not my father. Stepfather, yes, but not my birth father. And at that point, she's saying to her parents, you can't tell me what to do. Boom, then comes Elvis. Exactly. I think it was all kind of, it all happened at the right time in, in this weird kind of succession that that led to her, you know, moving and finishing school whilst living at Graceland. It was this just crazy to me that that was something that happened. It's a question I, I have. Why did her parents let her go? They but you have go. to get inside Priscilla's yeah. mind when you're playing this role. Mm-hmm. Why do you think she did it? Oh, that's a really good question. I think she was lost. I think she was looking for something to to pin her life to and she didn't have an identity, I guess, you know, as people when they learn late in life that their parents are not who their parents thought they were. They want to pin themselves to someone or something that feels stable and, and I guess she chose Elvis, which which was the wrong choice. <laughs> well, that's funny you say that. It's interesting you say that. Why was it the wrong choice? For oh, Priscilla, I mean, what kind of a life would she have had? Yeah, th- this is something I think about a lot. I, I, um, I would love to know the life she might have led if, if he hadn't come in and kind of t- taken her and, and changed her journey. Yeah, as I said, it's an unanswered question that I would love to know. But it to. may be exactly as it turned out, except without Elvis, that she mm. might have married someone in the army, mm-hmm. maybe taken up acting at some point, and become a TV and movie star. Now, maybe she only became that because of the last name Presley. Mm. True enough. Mm. But she was a star on Dallas. 
She was a star in those Naked Gun films. Mm -hmm. She made plenty of TV shows and movies. She might have just ended up being that. Or she might have been the mother of some army brats moving around from (laughs) army post to army post. Well, exactly, yeah. I think I can't imagine, and I don't think any of us can, that kind of life where you're just moving around from army base to army base to army base. Like that, That would just be unheard of these days. So... So we talk a little bit about this, but she's 14. <laughs> yeah. Now, we we don't I, go into that in the, in the no, musical. <laughs> but it, it, it's something that they go into a little bit in the movie, mm. which we point out, and Annie Chiswell is, I guess, you're not in the movie, you're in the musical. <laughs> yes. I, I haven't uh, misled people there. But Elvis at this point is uh, in about 25. She's about 10 years older than Priscilla. Yeah. And a 25-year-old is... Wanting to go out with a 14-year-old. Now, we are led to believe, and I probably think it's true, nothing nefarious happened between Elvis and Priscilla until they were married, basically. Yeah, that's uh, the story that I guess has been upheld. So that's in her book, that's in the film, that's uh, something that they definitely say is true. So we believe that. She's 21 at that stage. Mm. Elvis and Me is the book. Have you read her book? I have, yeah. I What do you think? Ooh, it, was a, it was a tough read right before we went into rehearsals, but I think it kind of gave me fuel. We have this beautifully written argument, I guess, in the second act of the show, and that book fueled my kind of inner um, rage, I think, and this feeling of, of being a trapped bird in a cage for that argument. So without that book, I don't think I would have had that, that level of depth to, to that scene. The book is really good. The miniseries, Elvis and Me, I'm not sure if you've seen that. That is also really good. It's it is. a far more accurate representation there a relationship, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Especially I think it's on YouTube now, oh, really? funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they broke up in nineteen seventy three they got divorced? I think she was done. I, I, I think he was at a very odd time of his career. I mean, it was the Vegas it was the Vegas time. It, it, it kind of got really messy for him there. And I think she had enough. She wanted to be with probably somebody else, someone more stable and, and walked away and all power to her, really. One of the things also that happens in Priscilla's life is Lisa Marie, the baby, who is born nine months to the day after <laughs> Priscilla and Elvis get married. Yeah, correct. And that really disrupted their relationship a lot, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, she didn't want to have kids straight away I don't think and so it happened and then he went away and she was left to look after this child while her you know husband was touring around and doing god knows what else (laughs) yeah Mm. and not only that and you kind of get this in the movie less so because just of the constraints of the the stage musical Mm. is that anytime Elvis is there at Graceland all the guys are there. The Memphis Mafia, all his friends, mm-hmm. they're there all the time. Mm-hmm. There's no time for Elvis and Priscilla really to get to know each other. Yeah, I think that all kind of happened before. And then obviously when he got back and, like, you know, they had some time together before he left the army. And then when he got back and started touring and, and, and doing movies, movies yeah. exactly, their relationship then suffered, which is, is really devastating, actually, I think. She's got to spend more time with his father or something than yeah, with Elvis. Yeah, and the, and the people that lived at the house and worked from the house. So, Meanwhile, Elvis is in Hollywood having affairs with all sorts of people, if mm. you can dignify them with that term, affairs. Priscilla also had affairs, didn't she? Yeah, I think that she has admitted to a few of those nowadays, uh, but that obviously happens, I think that happens quite late in their 
in their marriage before she leaves. Mm. Uh, Annie Chiswell plays Priscilla Presley in Elvis, A Musical Revolution, which has been a really successful musical. You've toured all over the place, haven't you? So we did uh, our first season in Sydney and then we took the show back to Melbourne where we made a lot of changes Mm -hmm. to the show and kind of redeveloped a few key moments and then we've brought it back to Sydney because there was just such demand here for it to come back again, so... So tell me then about the changes. If people have seen it before, what are the changes and how is the show different? Because I thought the show, as good as it was, it was a very interesting show, I think they were making up too much stuff about Elvis's life. His life is incredible. Mm. You don't need to sort of make up a whole lot of stuff. But what are the changes that have occurred? Yeah, so I think when you take someone like Elvis, who is such a monumental beast and has had such a a huge career and, and path, it's hard to kind of focus in on a specific time of his life. So our show chooses to show him from a a young boy to the the iconic 68 special, as we know. Uh, And when we first did the iteration of the show, there were quite a lot of scenes and, and important moments that were highlighted, but we weren't getting a lot of Elvis and and his music and the kind of star that he was. So I think our new recreation of that really focuses in on that. And as, as kind of, uh, really shown us this <laughs> this rise to fame and, and how he he dealt with it. So there's quite a lot of changes at the end of Act 1 um, and also uh, towards the end of Act 2 as well, which is great. What does that mean for you as a performer? Do you get more lines, more scenes, or do you think, right, we've finally nailed this show. <laughs> oh, you've changed it and I've got to do a whole lot of different stuff. What happens then? <laughs> I mean, I've it's the first time I've ever done anything like this. So I've always wanted to be a part of a show that is a development and yeah. shifting and, and what a show to do it on. It's incredible. It's a huge and canvas. The, the people, yeah, and the people that are creating this show are, are brilliant at, at what they do. So I feel very, very lucky to do that. So, no, I, I, I enjoy it. I really, really, I really enjoy it. I get to play the uh, in the ensemble in the first half of the show because Priscilla comes in later in his life which I really like because it means I get to kind of exercise all the things I like to do as a human which is dancing and singing and then also acting and getting into some serious meaty kind of content so yeah I feel very lucky to be able to do all of those things. Now I was going to ask you then because Priscilla is an important part of the Elvis story but not an overwhelming presence on the stage mm. because there's different parts of Elvis's life. What do you do when you're not on stage, especially then in Act Two? If you're not part of the ensemble as you are in Act One, what about in Act Two? You're in on stage a lot, but what about when you're not on stage? Do you stay in the moment? Do you stay in character? Do you go backstage and have a sandwich? Well, what happens? <laughs> um, in Act Two, there's quite a lot of costume changes that I do, and obviously I have to put on the hair and the eyeliner and all the things that we know how to be. So that takes a bit of my time. Um, but yeah, mostly I hang out backstage and when I'm not required for a scene, I do switch off. So whether that's eating a lolly or having a little chat, but before the big argument scene, I do take a couple minutes side stage where I just stand, I watch the scene that happens before and I stand in the wing and kind of allow myself to ground down and center before walking on and having to, yeah, it's quite an intense scene to, to play, yeah. but, um, Rob Mallet, who plays at Elvis is in, is an incredible person to work with opposite and I feel very safe with him on that stage. 
How do you remember your lines? What do you do? <laughs> I think everyone's process is really different. My partner actually spends, he spends a lot of time with me going, can you just sit on the bed with this script and I'm just going to say my lines and we'll try and get through it together. So <laughs> he does get very sick of doing that with me, but it's a lot of repetition and, and um, a lot of study as to where the lines came from as well. So her book, there's, there's lines taken yeah. from her book. So that also helped as well because I can put it in context in my head but it's, it's a process. <laughs> Is it a process of just repetition and that's yeah, it? Yeah, repetition, learning what line comes before yours um, and kind of just getting it in your body. I mean, you can come to rehearsal with a certain chunk of them learnt, but then when you actually put it on the floor is when it starts to make sense. But also you say, oh, yes, knowing what line comes before yours. Mm. But you've got to then react as if you've never heard that line before, mm. don't you? I suppose that's what acting is. <laughs> you can't be there just waiting to say a line you have to be there in a conversation yeah it's kind of that set and forget mentality so you do all the work you prepare as much as you can you find all the links you learn all the lines you learn what comes before and then when you're standing side stage in that wing you just forget it walk on stage and listen and react and it's really good fun. <laughs> so you've been in quite a few shows. I have. Uh, Mamma Mia was one, mm. I think. My uh, first show was Mamma Mia, actually. And you played? I was in the ensemble and yeah. I covered, which is so great. I love covering roles. So who did you cover? Like, you know, did you actually play the lead role? No, oh. I covered the two best friends. Perfect. Yeah, very fun. <laughs> what happens on a night like that? Are you told in advance? Oh, by the way, you're on tonight? Yeah. Or... Is it planned out a week or so in advance? What happens? Oh, it depends if people have leave for weddings, yeah. concerts, etc. You know in advance. But um, no, I think both times I had a bit of warning, which was good. Then you just go over your notes and you get a little rehearsal on the stage beforehand and then off you go. <laughs> Do you have time to tell your family and friends, by the way, you know, I'm out of the ensemble tonight, I'm going to be one of lead roles? Yeah, uh, the first time I went on for... One of my covers, my I told my partner the morning of, and he flew. So that was Isn't so that kind. Lovely? Yeah, that was quite beautiful, actually. It's a memory that will stick forever. So, Okay. Friends, the musical parody of the TV show Friends. You played Monica. I did. That's I did. a leading role. <laughs> yes. Now, I never got to see Friends, a musical parody. Tell me about that show. Oh, it's, so, it's such a funny show. They've taken all the things you love about the friends and put it on stage in a ridiculous silly um manner it was it was such a fun time on stage it went for about an hour 40 and we're on stage pretty much the entire time so it kind of ran like episodic scenes from the show and it uh it was yeah, a blast how'd they get away with it <laughs> given that there are things such as copyright is it because it's a parody is that what happens or what yeah i think so we also uh, they well not we because i didn't write it but uh they uh, strategically changed some lines to be uh, close to the original, but not cl like that But close. you're playing a character <laughs> called Monica, <laughs> yeah. and it's called Friends. Well, they would have had the rights to, to that kind of brand. I mean, they would have had to, to write it. <laughs> the wedding singer as well, playing yes. the yeah, in Drew the Barrymore role? Or no, in, I was in the ensemble again yeah. for that one, but I covered the, um, the Drew Barrymore role. Mm -hmm. Never got to do it, but uh, got to, you know, yeah. do a tech of it where you kind sure. of get to sing it and... That was really fun. So their <laughs> shows based on other shows. Well, Mamma Mia is based on the you know, songs of ABBA. Uh, Wedding Singer is based on the movie. Friends is based on the TV show. That's different to, as you say, 
you are there at the start of Elvis the Musical Revolution developing that. You'll always be the first person to play Priscilla. Yeah. That's special, isn't it? Oh, very special. I didn't think, I mean, you don't know entering this career, but I didn't think that I would ever get to originate a role. And here I am originating a very well-known role as well. So with that comes comes nerves, but also just a lot of gratitude. What would you like to ask Priscilla if you met her? <laughs> I think all the, the great questions you asked me. Why? Why did? Why him? Why did you stay? Do you wish your life was something else? They're the questions I, I have for her. It's funny, isn't it? Because they divorced in 1973, more than 50 years ago. And yet when she walked out of that courtroom, did she think, well, this is it for me and Elvis? Mm. Or did she think, wow, I'm going to be inextricably tied to him for the rest of my life? <laughs> 50 years on, I'm still going to be dealing with Elvis. Well, I guess if he hadn't have passed, maybe she would have gotten disconnected enough. Mm. But I think anyone that is connected to these big, iconic entities are always going to be connected to them. Do you have a favourite moment in the show where maybe it's your moment, maybe it's something else in the show that you really like to see, to watch every night and learn from. Is there a favourite moment in the show? There's a beautiful moment in Act One that I'm not a part of, but I stand in the wings waiting to come on with between Elvis and Gladys Presley, his mum. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I won't spoil it, but it's a beautiful, very well-known song of Elvis's. And they just kind of look at each other and he sings to her. It's one of my favourite moments in the show, hands down. It's gorgeous. What's the song? Love me tender. (laughs) You must have a favourite Elvis song by now, or if not your favourite, then again, one Mm. that really means something to you because of the show. I wonder, I I listen to Elvis' songs and I don't know that there's a song until he and Priscilla break up, Separate Ways or Always On My Mind, Mm. where you can hear Elvis singing about Priscilla. I don't know that that happens when they're together, Mm. or do you see that? No, I don't think so. I think he didn't have a lot of choice about what songs he was creating in that time. That was very determined by Colonel Parker, obviously. My favourite song of Elvis's is Can't Help Falling in Love. I adore it. I have since I was young. I, I remember listening to it, trying to sing along to it very badly when I was a kid. But in the show, my favourite song to be a part of is Heartbreak Hotel, which is the first time we see Elvis break into this kind of star and the impact that that had on the on people and and society that had never seen anything like him before that's a really fun moment to to do in the show what's it like performing in Adelaide your hometown with your entire family in the audience (laughs) we're about to go there actually so we go there next and um, I think my family have bought most of the tickets. I think I have people in every single night. So, I, I mean, I love going home to Adelaide. It's it's so special. And I performed at that theatre when I was about 12, 10, like dance concerts. So to go back is very full circle for me. Adelaide's a great theatre city. Was there a moment when you were young, when you went to a show, maybe a musical, maybe a play, and you thought, wow, this is something I want to do. It had such an effect on you. Adelaide's theatre has evolved a lot over the years, but when I was younger, not a lot of shows came. So my mum and I would 
take a camper van to Melbourne and we would do a trip and we'd go and see shows. And so I remember I must have been 14 or 15. I went in the camper van with my mom. We drove to Melbourne and we went and saw Hairspray at the Princess Theatre. And we were really close. I turned to my mom at interval and I said, Mom, I'm going to do that someday. And she still talks about it now that I was the most determined I've ever been as a, as a very young, young child. How old? I think I would, I would have to go back and look, but I think I was about 14 or 15 at the time. And I went, that's what I want to do. That right there. I funnily enough met and worked with some of the people that were in that show. Uh, so that's crazy to me that now I get to stand alongside them and perform with them. That is a, is, it's just huge and pinch me moments for sure. <laughs> Elvis, a musical revolution, is on in Sydney, then goes to Adelaide. Mm -hmm. What else is happening with Elvis, a musical revolution? <laughs> so we go from Adelaide over to Perth, then Perth to Gold Coast, and that's kind of where our tour will finish, which is very exciting. We kind of skip Melbourne winter, which I'm very happy about. Is this the end for the show, though? What are your hopes for the show? Oh, I mean, we would all love for it to continue. We're having such a blast. I, I think we'll see. So hopefully it continues, but uh, the jury's out on that one. But you've got a run of the play contract or are you in yeah. it for the whole time? <laughs> I'm in it for the whole time, in it for the long, the long haul. Annie, thank you so much. Thank you, Rod. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. 